name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This past Friday, October the 13th, marked, as you know, the 100th anniversary of the last visit of Our Lady of Fatima, witnessed by tens of thousands of people. The miracle of the Son prompted a great many to be that much more convinced that what Our Lady was saying was true, and that it, in fact, was Our Lady who was speaking to them. The passing of the 100th anniversary hopefully does not mark for some people the expiration of Our Lady of Fatima and its messages. Hopefully it it doesn't cause people to think primarily about, well, when did those 100 years begin and end that Pope Leo XIII was talking about? Because the message of Our Lady of Fatima remains urgent for all of us to pray, to pray the rosary, to do penance, to offer reparation for our sins and the sins of others. Our friends who thought that the world would end this past Friday, hopefully, are not disappointed. But if they are, um, perhaps we can reassure them by commending to them that um, good things will happen when the Lord fulfills his promises. And that not everything that our Lord reveals through Our Lady is meant to be a certain depiction of what will take place. But Our Lady presented these messages precisely to prevent a great war, to prevent souls from going to hell, and to prevent the demise of the church. For good reason, Pope St. John Paul II was convinced that the assassination attempt on him on May 13, 1981, was an indication that perhaps people were beginning to heed Our Lady's message, to pray, to pray the rosary, to do penance, to make reparation. Certainly not many, but some. Imagine what will happen when it's many, and most, and all of us. From 2015 until 2082, the church is also observing the 500th anniversary of all the events in the life of St. Teresa of Avila. You might know that she died on October 4th, 1582. That feast day was already gobbled up by St. Francis of Assisi. So she's observed in the old calendar on October 3rd. In the new calendar, today is her feast day. Most of you probably know that, October 15th. Similarly, what what God has taught the church through the apostles and what the saints have been able to live and reflect upon and digest and make that much more intelligible for us is seen in in quite a few doctors of the church, most especially St. Teresa of Avila. We would do well to learn about her and to learn from her. Perhaps the work that's most easily Accessible to those of us who are not in monasteries is the way of perfection. Small, small lessons on prayer and then an exposition on the Lord's Prayer.
Today is a delightful occurrence when the gospel read at the 1030 Mass is identical to the gospel read at the noon Mass. Even though the feast days don't line up necessarily, the gospels do today. What is our Lord teaching us in this parable? Similar to the other parables um, that we've heard recently, how much God wants us to be with him in heaven. What he is willing to do so that we can be with him in the heavenly wedding banquet. Some of us tend to complain and get impatient and start to even think and even say out loud, how much more do I need to do? How much more do I need to suffer? How much longer will I have to endure this? I don't think there was ever a time when the apostles said to our Lord, how much more are you expecting of us? I think it was the other way around. He said to them, how long must I endure you? Who's being patient with whom? We verge on blasphemy when we, when we say that we're, we're growing impatient with God. He's growing in almost entirely impatient with us. Or rather, we're testing his patience. We know full well that he will give us every necessary assistance for our salvation. And some of us will still fail. We depend on him, not just for occasional reminders or occasional threats, but we have to depend on him to grow in love and desire, to be with him, to recognize how much he loves us and respond as we're able, and to be faithful to him. The prayers, the collects and the post-communion prayers of the various missiles today almost reinforce each other. Earlier today, I prayed at the collect, may your grace, O Lord, we pray, at all times, go before us and follow after and make us always determined to carry out good works. It's with God's help that our determination can be fruitful. It's by God's grace that we can even be determined in the first place. Or as we prayed just, just now, O oh, almighty and merciful God, graciously keep us from all things that may hurt us that we, being set free both in body and soul, may willingly fulfill those things that thou wouldst have done. St. Teresa of Avila also wrote a small set of maxims for the the sisters living in in religion with her. Some of them apply um, to those living in a convent or a monastery. Others are uh, more easily understood and lived directly by even us in the world. She told them, detach your heart from all things. Seek God, and you will find him.
Yesterday was a beautiful, solemn, high wedding mass for two young souls who usually are with us on Sunday. Surprisingly, to nobody's consternation, it started 30 minutes late. The bride was there on time. The groom was with us in the sacristy. No one was concerned. No one was um, upset. I think two of the bridesmaids took the fall by taking blame by coming late. I think it might have been more likely that maybe a, a ring bearer uh, was resisting getting suited up in his tuxedo or something of that nature. But consider how this parable is easily intelligible when we think of what it takes to get someone all dressed up when they don't want to be. First, the little one needs to get all cleaned up. Take off all your dirty clothes, get washed. And sometimes that's a wrestling match. And then they got to put on all their clothes one at a time. And then even extra things like a cummerbund and a, and a tie and a, and a jacket, maybe even cufflinks. I'm sure you have more experience than I do trying to get a little squirmy one all, all dressed up, right? Occasionally they're, they're limp and they're stiff and they're turning around and they're fighting and they're, what you just put on, they're pushing off. And all the time they're, they're complaining, why is this taking so long? And you're asking exactly the same question. You're the reason why it's taking so long. That's God and us. God is trying to get us ready for a wedding banquet. And we don't especially want to go. And we certainly don't especially want to be dressed the way we're supposed to be. Pure and immaculate. Clean. With every virtue and every blessing and every grace. In effect, we're saying, I want to go to heaven just as I am. Pretty filthy, still attached to sin, but determined not to commit a mortal sin. I mean, I have some standards, of course. A soul with that attitude doesn't even get close to heaven. St. Teresa of Avila warns specifically about the soul that is only determined to avoid mortal sin. They almost certainly will not correspond and cooperate with God's grace. Because they don't even understand what this is all about. How can we look at our Lord on the cross and say, I, 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 I don't want to love you with my whole heart. Uh, I, I just want to avoid getting you really angry. How do we look at our Lord on the cross and say, I don't um, want to be humbled. I don't want to have to suffer too much if, um, if by following you. I, I, want to, I want heaven. I want the heaven that you offer. But, um, but I don't want to have to give up too much to be able to have it. I want to give up as little as possible 
in order to be with you in heaven. Is that okay? We, we can't say that. How can we even refuse to suffer? How can we refuse poverty? How can we refuse pain? At communion time, we will hear these prayers. Thou hast commanded thy commandments to be kept most diligently, O that my ways may be directed to keep thy justifications. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that search his testimonies, that seek him with their whole heart. I prayed earlier today at the end of Holy Mass, we entreat your majesty, most humbly, O Lord, that as you feed us with the nourishment which comes from the most holy body and blood of your Son, so you may make us sharers of his divine nature. Or as we will hear, may thy healing grace, O Lord, mercifully free us from our perverse inclinations and make us ever cleave to thy commandments. Or in the words of St. Teresa of Avila, desire to seek God, fear to lose him, grieve to be so far from him, rejoice to be brought near him. Thus you will live in profound peace. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.